What's up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joining me is Tyler. Tyler, how are you doing, my dude? I am okay. It's very, very hot out. Yes, I don't it like is. It. Uh, this is going to be controversial take. Uh, it's too hot. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. This is one of the hottest summers I feel ever in my life. <laughs> I just don't remember it being like consistently above, not or consistently ninety degrees or above around here where we live. It's just yeah, it's yeah, crazy. This is, uh, yeah, uh, it is. It is hell. Uh, we're doing this to ourselves as a as as a, I, I guess as a society. Um, you know. Yeah. People aren't taking global warming seriously. Nah. And, well, you, uh, you know why they're not taking it seriously, Frank? It's because it's not real. No, that it doesn't no, exist. It's because, because actually doing something about it requires restructuring the way we do our economy. Yeah. And stop obsessing over growth and, uh, you know, yeah. maybe, be, maybe be satisfied for once in a fucking while. Nah. What you already have. Nah, I can't do that. No way. Why would you do that? It's not American. Or human. Uh, yeah, I was being sarcastic, of course. But, uh, yeah, it's just very hot. We, uh, I don't know what the hell happened. So uh, we have, like, an automatic garage door. And it's yeah. kind of, it's way more violent than it should be when it opens. Like, it just, like, jolts and all this stuff. Like, the whole construction of my garage is not good at all. But... Something happened, and I, I think the ceiling started to fall in my garage. And they they put up the previous owners put up these two by fours at the every seam of the ceiling because it was falling apart. So they had these two by fours up there, and then they cut them to put the garage door in and the track and all that stuff. And so the ceiling started to fall to the point where the two by four is now hanging in the way of the track of our garage door so we couldn't get our garage door open at all mm. so that sucked and then also yeah, just because of sounds... how fucking hot good no that, that sounds like someone like uh did a piss poor job of actually fixing the problem oh yeah yeah it, it's it's bad i mean the whole whole thing is just really bad and into fix it would be a hell of a lot of work that eventually i'll probably have to do but um yeah, so we were just trying to just hack the end of this 2x4 off just just a little bit at the end. And then because of how hot it is, the garage is just boiling hot. It was bad. So homeowning, you know, it's not fun sometimes. It's really not. So that, that's kind of... Why do, you, why do you even need an automatic garage door? Just go manual. I know. You know, part of me was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Let's just go manual who cares it's not that big of a deal but yeah anyways life yeah oh man well it hasn't been nearly that interesting for me it's just you know working in a very hot building <laughs> trying not to sweat my balls off yeah do they keep but... it is is it somehow cool in there at all or no no the most we have is our fans just to keep mm. the air circulating mm-hmm. uh, the break room's cool though they keep that air conditioned gotcha but yeah out on the floor 
it is about as hot as it is outside, if not maybe even a degree or two hotter. Yeah. Yeah, they just gave us uh, dates for us to go back into our our office. Um, Okay. So about a month from now, mid-August, we're going back in kind of like shifts. So there will only be 50% capacity or occupancy in our office for a while, and then eventually everyone will be back. And I'm like, okay, sure, but we're operating completely fine without it without the office and uh, as most business as a lot of businesses have found out that they can do and um, it, this thing isn't getting any better so I don't I don't really understand but anyways that have happy. to justify renting out that office space <sighs> I know yeah so anyways that's happening too life I don't know man what what the fuck's going on this year it's weird. Uh, racing is going on this year. Yeah, it is. Uh, a lot of good racing happening this weekend. They yeah. have two IndyCar races. Yep. Uh, the the first one, Simon Pagano coming from last to first. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then, like, he started last the second race, and I still think he got in the top ten the, mm-hmm. in the second race as well. Yeah. Also, what that, that in that first race, that... One wreck. Um, oh God! Yeah, I, I forget the two drivers, but basically they were about to go green, then it got called off, and the one driver was trying to time his restart and just ran into the back of the other guy and ended up flying over him, and like part of his car was like on the wall, and it, that was a really scary accident. Yeah, I guess the new like air. What do they call them? Arrow screens or shields or whatever that. Yeah. Basically, almost like a windshield covering the drivers now instead of, like, their their helmet just kind of being exposed. Apparently, that, like, probably saved the one guy's life, which is... Uh, it's scary that it happened, but it's good that their new technology and, and advancements is working. Um, that was just wild. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, that, that looked like a video game crash. Oh, 100%. 100%. And the one driver was just like, what the hell was that? Like, he came on the radio, like, what the fuck just happened? I don't blame him. It's just crazy stuff. F1, though, I mean, yeah. Yeah, the race wasn't too interesting up front. Uh, yeah. There was some good battling in the midfield. Um, but, yeah, the the big story out of that, of course, is uh, Max Verstappen. Did you see, like, what, what he did? I did, yeah. Yeah, he was... They were, like, coming out of the pits to take a lap around to get into their grid spot. And uh, he just lost control of his car and slid into a wall and busted his left front suspension. Uh, Managed, well, he was close to the grid anyway. I think he was, like, on the second to last turn. So he managed to limp it back to the grid. And uh, the engineers pulled off a fucking miracle fixing that before the race started um but yeah it was yeah i i enjoyed some parts of that race that weren't up at the front like there was there was some good battling between now the ferraris who kind of are just a mid-pack car trying to uh, fight against the other cars it's interesting because Mm -hmm. you don't normally see those drivers in that position right um yeah especially battle 
you, you know, he's usually up front. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not this year, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's cool seeing like racing points as being a lot better this year. That was that was cool how they qualified uh, three and four. Yeah, even Williams is doing better, although they didn't have a great race today. Mm-hmm. They qualified pretty well. Right. Which is a good sign, considering Williams over the past few years have just been the laughing stock of, of F1. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, the specter of rain was looming over the entire race, and it just never fucking happened. Yeah. I was I was hoping for, like I saw that the track was wet to start and I was like all right this might be interesting uh, a wet a wet race but uh turned out they were only like on intermediate tires for like 3 to 5 laps or something like that. Mhm. Yeah. Hamilton oh, continues well. to dominate. Yeah, he, yeah, he was like I want to say after like 2 laps he was already 7 seconds ahead. Yeah. It's like, how's that even fucking possible? I just, <laughs> I just cannot fathom that. It's just insane. Yeah, it's ah, uh, you know, I guess we have a we have another two years of this Mercedes thing for sure yeah. being dominant, mm-hmm. and then uh, then we'll see. Yeah, but then again, maybe more teams will be like Racing Point and just copy Mercedes. Yeah, why not? Why not? Sure. Since uh, the FIA isn't actually going to uh, do anything about it. Yeah. I also think Lewis Hamilton's definitely going to break Michael Schumacher's win record this oh, year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's not even a question. I think, what, he only needs four or five more to mm-hmm. tie, something like that. It's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, good for him, though. But, yeah. I, I mean, uh, it's always fascinating to watch a player or a race driver, race car driver, whatever, dominate his sport. But all I wish is for it to be a little bit more competitive for for him to win. You know what I mean? Yeah, make him work for it. A exactly. Bit. And sometimes I just feel like Hamilton and just Mercedes in general just don't even have to really work for it that hard. And and you know they just come out on top. That's that's the only thing that's like I I don't mind Lewis Hamilton at all. I don't, I don't hate him, but. You know, just have it be a little competitive. You know, that's all. All I ask. Yeah. Uh, it would. Yeah. It, I. I don't know. Like, is he even? Is he even satisfied by this dominance? I like, know. It's like he's hardly racing anyone out there. I know. Seriously. It's crazy. Um, yeah. I, I, another funny thing from the race. I think it was like ten, fifteen laps in. Uh, Lewis radioed in asking who who was chasing him, and he was surprised that Verstappen was actually even in the race. <laughs> oh man! Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's enough of real life racing, Tyler. I've been playing that F one twenty twenty. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's really fucking good. It is very good. Uh, I did the full race on Zandvoort. Uh, well, fifty uh, percent race. The last time I talked about Zandvoort, it was in that kind of uh, invitational thing. So now I had a race under my belt in Zandvoort, and I say I like that track a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like the final turn that's banked so high that you're just flat out going onto the yeah. start finish straight. Yeah. Oh god. But yeah, I I really enjoy that game. I like the my team mode. 
it ha- it has a lot of cool features. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you said you've been playing it? I have, yeah. I am... The last race I did was Monaco. Wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's for the most part all I played this week. All I, it's all I really was feeling. Um, so yeah, I've done... What? That's... Yeah, I'm on round eight. God damn, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I've been doing the my team mode as well, and I like that mode a lot. I like it and I hate it at the same time. Like, I like it because of how much management you got to do and how much you got to think about outside of the race. But then... I hate it because I just feel fucking slow sometimes, and it pisses That's me off. how it's going to be when you start. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it just sucks. Um, I forget. Like, it was, like, Spain, I think, which, you know, I like Spain a lot, and just doing the normal career mode in F119, I fucking crushed that track, and I was just so bad on this one. Still walked away... I think I was third or fourth, I forget, but uh, was very far behind for the lead. And it was just like, fucking fuck, this sucks. Um, so it's it's got this good realism to it and uh, all sorts of stuff that I like. But yeah, I uh, I liked um, Zanford a lot. Um, that- what did you think of Hanoi? Han- Hanoi's a very strange track. Yeah, Hanoi was really interesting to me um so where did i think i qualified fourth i think and i was like okay i'm fine with this i I think i can work with this ended up getting just an insanely good start where i actually ended up with the lead and then i i got out to a couple second lead and i was feeling pretty good uh and then my car just kind of started to go away from me on the tires and all sorts of stuff. Ended up, before I had my first stop, dropped back to like third or fourth and then just could not get get back to where I was. And I think I ended up seventh that race. And it's a really interesting track because there's just like some really long sections of that track, really long like straight. So you need a lot of horsepower, which... When you start off in my team, you know, you don't have. You need really Which good air. Which did you choose? What's that? Which engine did you choose? Uh, Ferrari? Okay. I think you I chose. The, you went with the most expensive engine out there. The May, overrated no, Ferrari no, 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 engine. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, Mercedes. That's what I chose. Okay. Because I knew one of... So in this beginning, I tried to choose the most expensive stuff for the most part. But I think one of them I didn't. I'm pretty sure I, I'm actually on Mercedes. Um, so yeah, so you need really good arrow, which I don't have right now either, uh, to where it should be. So you need a lot of really good stuff, but then you also like, there's that like super technical part of the track where it's kind of, you're kind of, it's kind of wavy almost. And you need to stay like as wide open as you possibly can. And like, if you don't have good downforce and turning and stuff up there, you're fucked. Uh, that, that was a really... Really interesting track. I liked it. Um, yeah, I, I, it's a it's a really cool mode. I mean, they they really have taken the career mode from F one twenty nineteen just really 
expanded, really make you be more invested. So, you know, you have to plan out your week ahead of time, uh, which is uh, pretty cool to, to get into that stuff so you can earn like extra money or points, resource points, all that stuff. Then you have to manage the resource area, which the one thing that's fucking pissing me off is I think I've invested in a arrow and chassis upgrade and they both failed. Yeah, and I'm like, sucks. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this sucks. Like I, I, and, and you can see like the whole, wow, what do they call it? Like that graph that shows like where each team is like technologically and how yep. far they've advanced throughout the season. And I'm like, motherfucker, like I'm so far behind, but all these parts keep failing on me. How am I supposed to get better? <laughs> it just, it makes the grind out on the track that much more uh, interesting and rewarding and um, you know you, you have to think maybe you need to go with a different strategy which uh, I tried to do at China and it was working out for me and then I got a caution a uh, full course caution and that kind of fucking screwed me because I honestly think I could have won that race or ended up on the podium I forget where I ended up finishing like okay but not where I should have finished um, it just, yeah, it just makes you that much more invested, for sure. But, I'll say this. I did Monaco. I fucking hate Monaco. <laughs> like, that is like, I understand the spectacle of it for F1, but that is the worst track on the F1 schedule. Like, hands down, in my opinion. That might be a hot take. Um, no, it's not, it's like... A lot of people share that opinion. <laughs> it's it's so boring, dude. It like you can't pass anywhere, and I think I it was really bad for me just because you know you're you're developing so you're developing your team, your technology, all this stuff. So your car isn't at least mine wasn't super built for that track yet, and so even if I threw like a lot of downforce on it because it's more of a technical track, so you want to turn really well. Like, even if I threw a lot of downforce into my car, I just was not performing how I wanted to. I ended up qualifying 19th, and I think I finished 14th. It was just such a grueling, boring fucking race. And you can't pass anywhere. And then, so there were, like, certain sections of the track that I'm, like, really good at, and I'm totally faster than the guy ahead of me. But then the second half of the track I, I fuck something up or I can't get through this one corner right the, the the corner that was pissing me off so you go through the tunnel and then you have that little like chicane right yeah. after that and then it's the corner right after that it's like a left hand and you're supposed to take it wide open through the next little section there that corner you're supposed to like just barely lift there if you really want to get a lot of speed and gain a lot of time. And, dude, I could not make that corner. Like, my car was just not turning. I, it was just – I felt like I was turning like a fucking bulldozer at 150 miles an hour. It was awful. Um, that race was just awful. I, there's just so many parts of that track that are just fucking stupid. Like, little balls that are just sticking out for no fucking reason that make it way harder to, to turn. And I just – and I hate the fucking hairpin section of that track, too. So yeah. so dumb. Like, let's go 25 miles an hour around this corner. And especially in the very beginning of the race, especially if you qualify, like, mid-pack or in the back, 
you're dude you were like you're just like waiting for your turn to go around that corner like it's it's just stupid i hate that track <laughs> so yeah. my championship points was really interesting until this race uh i think th- there was five drivers including myself uh within like 15 points of each other for the lead which was mm-hmm. crazy um i think botas i think i was third or fourth in the points botas had the points lead and now i'm 27 points back because i didn't didn't score any at monaco so i got some work work to do i'm not expecting to win the championship first first go but i'm gonna try but yeah what a game yeah ah so that'll uh that'll stop you from playing pretty much everything else that's on the calendar for the rest of the year <laughs> no i, I i've I, now that um ghost of tsushima's out i'm gonna try to if i'm playing f1 i'm only gonna do like one night a week sort of thing I'm going to try to limit myself just just so I can, you know, spend some time with other things and just enjoy F1. So, um, yeah, I so, yeah, then I've I played Ghost of Tsushima. Have you did you pick it up at all? Yes, I have played about three hours of it. OK, yeah, I'm probably about there, like three or four, maybe is what I've put in. What yeah, are your thoughts? Uh, you know. It is, it is the kind of game that was at its peak at the beginning of this console era. Mm-hmm. And it's a decent one of those. Yes. Agreed. I don't, yeah, and I don't begrudge it for that. It's just, it's not as interesting to me as some other video games right now. But uh, I, I like it. I like playing it. I think it's a fun game. I just don't think... I don't know. It it doesn't do anything new for me. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that. Um, I think my expectations for this game was something a little different uh, than what it turned out to be. Like, when you say it's another one of those, it, it definitely is. It is an open-world, map-clearing video game. And that's fine. I like those games. Um... And yes, I, you played a lot of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yes, I have, I have. And so I'm probably going to enjoy my time with this one. You know, you have, there's skill trees, there's a lot of skill trees, a lot of collectibles to get. Um, I just kind of wish playing it sometimes that it was something a little different. Like, what if it was something just a little more toned down in scope and a little more of a, a linear adventure, maybe more of a, a God of War style game or something like that. That's just me, but um, I find myself sometimes like completely blown away by this game and other times completely fucking frustrated by it so far. Um, I don't know how they made this game look this beautiful on the PlayStation 4. I mean, it's, it is unbelievably pretty. And some of those environments are almost just distracting how yeah, good they, they look. They fucking open you up, like, once the game opens up, they open you up heading towards the Golden Forest. Yes. And, God, that it's just... Yeah, they're... I don't know why they put a black and white mode in this game. <laughs> yeah, I know, because the color is so... It, it pops. It's, it's really well done. Um, 
I loved that opening. So let let me back up a little bit. I think the opening of this game is a drag, but when they finally kind of let you go and you in the title screen pops up, that's a great moment, and I loved everything about that. Um, the beginning was just kind of I was like, man, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. But like there was some. I don't know, kind of story things. I was like, okay, this is whatever. And then just some kind of gameplay things. Just felt a little disjointed. But um, then when the game finally lets you go, you're like, okay, I, I can I can probably get into this. So, And I love, um, for the most part, like there you really don't have a UI, which I really like. Um, I like the wind mechanic to a degree. Uh I think the wind is cool to just kind of guide you in the right direction while letting you explore along the way. And I find the world, like, I really want to dig into it and explore and see so much of it. And it feels a little, a little like, uh, I don't know, like Breath of the Wild to me. Like, all I want to do is just go and explore. But then you start getting into, like, the main quest which they call tales, and they they very much put you in a box, but you don't know the boundaries of that box, and so it's constantly telling you like return to the tail area, and it gives you like a countdown. I'm like, this is just like just fucking. I, I get you want to let me go and like find where I'm supposed to to go for this objective in this quest but at this point just fucking tell me because it's annoying to me that it's just like i veer off in a little bit of a wrong direction it's like "Eh, you gotta go back dude it's like okay whatever um i find that just to be a little annoying and then the other really annoying thing right now and it might get better the more i play the more i get better at the game get new skills weapons whatever um I feel like this game really, really needs a lock-on mechanic for combat. Eh. You eh. you don't agree? You know, I think that's part of like, I that's part of what I like about it because Ooh. it's I, I feel like there's a lot more of a loose style to the combat that that I'm enjoying that isn't the same as every other game, every other third-person action game. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, that's one of the things that differentiates this from a lot of those games is not having a lock-on and, you know, just kind of free-balling it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. And I, I like the free-flow sort of nature of the combat. It's kind of like a dance almost sometimes, and I like that stuff. It's just sometimes I felt like the camera for me just got com- like fucking wacky and I just wasn't Jin was not doing what I wanted it to do but maybe maybe it's me and like I said maybe as I play the game that'll that complaint will go away but I just feel like if I could just lock on to this dude that I want to fight that would help me and then I can you know switch to the other guys that are around me or whatever um that was just one thing it was just like I was going after, I was going through like a a base or whatever, and, um, you know, if you encounter a spear guy, you know, one thing you can do is just dodge out of the way and then get some quick attacks in. And I don't know if I was doing something wrong, but I would hit 
circle to dodge, and Jin would roll so far away that by the time I was over to the enemy to get some quick attacks and he was ready to attack me again. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I just, you know, something's just not, not working right. Maybe, maybe it's me. I don't know. Maybe I was doing something wrong. But there's just some complaints I have right And now, eventually but. you'll unlock uh, different stances that'll help you fight these fight the different yeah. enemy types better. Right, right. But, like, at the beginning, your your tool set is pretty limited. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think... I'm trying to remember the last thing that I did. I went through... The last major thing is I got the bow. Ah, okay, yep. I got the bow as well. Yeah, so so I got the bow, and then I did a couple other things. I did a, a haiku. Have you done a haiku yet? God, those are so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we agree on that. I'm like, holy shit, they spent all this time putting these together. Holy moly. And I'm sure you've heard it <laughs> as well. Haiku didn't exist when this game supposedly oh, really? takes place. Wow. So I, I, this uh, this is just going to launch into some of my complaints about this game from, from I guess, being a little bit more nitpicky. Mm-hmm. They say this is Ghost of Tsushima about the Mongol invasion of Tsushima, which, at the time, they didn't have that kind of rocket artillery. You saw, you you noticed the explosives. In that opening. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I thought that was weird as well. They somehow managed to put in fucking red explosive barrels yeah. into this game. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When when uh. In in that mission, when you get the bow, like that's an option. You don't even. And I was like, you Holy don't even shit. shoot them with exploding arrows. No, you don't. Firing fire arrows. You just hit them, and it's like, just kinetic energy makes these fucking barrels explode. Yeah, yeah. Really dumb. Really dumb stuff. Um, I'm gonna guess, Tyler. You named your horse Sora. Oh, absolutely, dude. <laughs> Why? I, I, there was no other choice there for me. I'm like, I gotta name it Sora. I knew it. What'd you name I yours? Fucking knew it. I named it Sora. <laughs> oh. I, went with the bl- I went with the black horse. Okay, I, w- I went with the white one. The uh, white ones, w- it looked very uh, luscious and pretty. And I'm like, you know what? This is this is my horse, and its name is Sora. There's no other option here. Okay. <laughs> uh, I th- I think the controls are a little bit weird. I agree. Yeah. Um. X to jump uh, all the time uh, make, leads me to having played The Witcher recently jumping off my horse all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. To me, uh, to me, the one control thing I think is kind of weird is um, the listen mode that you get. Mm-hmm. You, you have to press the touchpad and I keep pruning the tet- yeah, to oh my god, can't speak. I keep wanting to press the touchpad to bring up the map. Because I'm so used to that in so many games, um, yeah. I just think that's kind of a weird thing. But yeah. yeah. Uh, otherwise, I think they do make good use of the touchpad. Yeah, definitely. With like, I think swiping for the wind. I think that's a really smart. Yeah, you thing. swipe up for the wind. You swipe right to uh, clean your blade and and put it away. Yeah. Uh, I think you swipe down to bow to people. I don't know what swiping left does though. Uh, is that the flute? Oh, yeah. One of them the brings flute. up the flute. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, 
But yeah, that that's pretty good. Uh, I'm playing with the Japanese VO, and people have already complained about it. I'll just repeat those. The lip sync is very, very bad. They yeah. should have, they should have done better, because uh, I don't know. I I know there's a lot of people who will play it with Japanese VO and subtitles. That's the that's the way that a lot of people like to play these games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing in in English, and I feel like the voice acting's fine. But I've noticed that some of the lip syncing and facial animations is just not. And I get this is a big game for sure, but it's not up to a lot of other Sony first party games, like even Horizon to me, mm-hmm. um, which was a big open world game. And um, yeah, I I, I kind of noticed that too. Yeah, uh, and then I guess just generally, um, they aren't doing anything new with samurai stories, especially Western samurai stories. Mm-hmm. It is very much samurai are about honor and loyalty, right? Which is a boring thing that has been done so many fucking times before, mm-hmm. in across all kinds of samurai media. Yeah. And I was I was hoping for something different, but. I guess the difference will be this con- this conflict between using these dirty tactics. Right. But even then, it seems like, I don't know, they- they've already cast that in a certain way where it's like th- the samurai should think that's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see for sure where it goes. I Like, I'm interested in the story, but I, I kind of agree. I mean, I'm not overly like oh man and that's that's a thing about like i feel like this game's probably going to fall in the horizon camp to me but horizon i feel like i uh, had a couple things going for it that really make it great to me and that the gameplay i feel like is way more just energetic and engaging and then the world had a lot of mystery to it not that this world doesn't and and I am eager to explore it, but um, just feel like so far, if I had to compare the two, that's probably where I would fall. But I, I definitely want to play more of it. Like like after I was done playing yesterday, I, I did keep thinking about it. I'm like, I do, I do really want to play this game more. Um, to see where it'll go. Yeah. All right. Uh. That's pretty much all I have to say about the game Ghost of Tsushima yeah. right now. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm sure we'll be talking about it a little bit more over the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler, we've been continuing our Divinity Original Sin yes. 2 playthrough. Uh, yeah, we, we... we, I think we're in Act 4 now. Uh, I thought it was 6. Six or chapter six, huh. chapter six. Yeah, act. Okay, yeah, act four. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, yeah. Um, I really, really liked uh, this whole wellspring sequence. Yes, where uh, we met the other companions. We decided to do nothing with, and uh, yeah, I kind of feel bad about that. But, yeah, me too. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but oh well. Uh, ended up killing some gods. Yep. Uh, That's wild. Which is what you do in video games, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, had had our path to godhood stolen from us by Dallas. Yeah, fuck her. Ah, uh, man. Now, yeah. And now we are in. Uh, we are headed to Arks, trying to you know get back what's ours. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to explore Arks. I feel like there's probably going to be some really cool stuff we will run into there, um, just like any any other place. But there, uh, it's just something about this game. Every area we've been, there's just so much you can get into and so much wonder to the world, and it's really exciting. And uh, that yeah, that whole sequence was amazing. I thought being in that like what forbidden library sort of area that was really cool um and i liked the whole sequence we had because it wasn't about winning a combat scenario it was about getting to a location first and of course we sent meat there first because yeah because me can take a beating if yeah you, you can, can take a keep beating walking. and and also kind of fly around the map pretty easily with some of your abilities too mm-hmm. which was nice but yeah, I mean, even then, some of the combat after that was just fucking awesome. Having, um, the, having that lava come on to the field, yeah, it, like it was, it was a pretty close fight too. Oh there. yeah, uh, I forget like the last god standing, like just fucking got big. <laughs> yeah, turned into like a titan or something. I forget. I, forget. Yeah. I accidentally killed Fane, uh, our yeah. healer, so that that didn't that didn't help. But we made it through. Um, but speaking of Fane, we were then on the ship, and oh, you went yeah. to the bone zone with Fane, who's a skeleton, and that was just so fucking awesome. That's one I of my favorite suck moments. On a source. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was one of my favorite yeah. moments of the, this entire game. And there, there's so I can make a list of my favorite moments, but man, that was that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I love this game so much. Uh, I yeah we're we're getting towards the end of that thing I I think yeah I I, I think so I feel like uh, arcs oh shit we fought that we fought that yeah. big fucking naked elf man the sallow oh, man yeah that was wild that was a pretty tough fight yeah um, so yeah that that was a pretty good one and yeah he he looked very creepy and I don't know. I'm glad we took him out. <laughs> yeah, I hope he's. I hope he's dead. Dead. I hope he doesn't come back. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because he seemed like he seemed like a pretty big character. Uh, on that on that one side of, on the side of the uh, fucking dark ring, he seemed like the kind. The, yeah, he seemed like a big big shot, and I just hope. Uh, I hope he's down for good. I hope we don't have to fight the big naked man again. Yeah, me too. Me too. And was it our last kind of session playing? We did the whole mother tree thing. Yeah, we, we did finish that. that. Man, we covered a lot of ground. Holy shit! Yeah. Whew. So yeah, that that quest line is done. That was really cool. Um, yeah, man. I. I can't wait to see. I feel like Arcs is probably our last. It feels like our last big major area that we'll probably be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where the story's going. Yeah, I I'm waiting for Tarquin to finish that big old sword that he's fixing up. Yeah, Come on Tarquin, give me yeah. that sword. I know. It's taking a while. Uh, all right. 
Well, uh, I guess other than that, I keep plugging away on the usual Apex and Destiny 2. Uh, we have news on Destiny 2 later in the show, but, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, it's, that, that's video games, right? Unless you have something else. I mean, yeah. I, I started that Paper Mario game. Oh, how's that? I, I really like it. Yeah? It's, it is very good. <laughs> it is, it is a very funny game. Mm. The writing is, I was, Yeah. Nintendo always seems to find a way to make me smile. Yeah. Um, For sure. Yeah. I yeah I, I can recommend Paper Mario. It is it is good. All right. I uh, I might have to hop in that at some point. Um, the only other thing I did was I finished um, Vanquish. Um, mm. After I finished F one, the next race was Monaco for me the other night, and I'm like, nah, I'm not doing this right now, and. Um, I knew I was really close to finishing Vanquish, and I definitely was. And uh, the final boss fights was there's kind of two of them. They were interesting. Uh, one of them, the the second to last one, I was like, man, this is kind of hard. I didn't die or anything, but I was near death so many times. Um, and then that game, I mean, the story wasn't really good in that game at all. But it ends on a huge cliffhanger. And they never made another one. So we'll never know where it goes. But a modern Vanquish, a more modern Vanquish, would be fucking awesome. That game is honestly a lot of fun to play. The way you move around the, the battlefield and the scale of some of the conflicts sometimes were really cool. And honestly, on a, on a PlayStation 5 or something, the sequel to that game would be really cool. But probably won't ever get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, with that, let's get into the news and let's kick it off with uh, some uh, NPD numbers here. Uh, June's best-selling games, and um, Tyler, I, I, I gotta say, I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. I'll get us started here. Uh, mm-hmm. Number twenty: Assassin's Creed Odyssey, nineteen: SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini <laughs> Bottom Rehydrated. That's a title. Uh, Persona Four Golden at eighteen: Seventeen: Need for Speed Heat, sixteen: Borderlands Three, fifteen: Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, fourteen: Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, thirteen: Minecraft PS4 Edition, twelve. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, and at number 11, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, 10 is Minecraft Dungeons. 9, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. 8, NBA 2K20. 7, Ring Fit Adventure. 6, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, 5, Mortal Kombat 11. 4, GTA 5. 3, Animal Crossing. New Horizons 2, Modern Warfare. Number 1, The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Last of Us Part 2 having the best first month of any game this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's... Yeah. People only... really like that Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, Last of Us only trails Marvel's Spider-Man in terms of biggest launch month for a uh, PlayStation 4 exclusive. So, game selling really, really well. I'm curious whether where it will end up. I think Uncharted was like... Uncharted 4 was like 16 million. Something like that. Um, so I'm curious 
The Last of Us will get up to those numbers at all. Sony will ever release those numbers. But otherwise, not a surprising list. I mean, I think it's kind of wild. I know they just put out an expansion for it, but I can think it's kind of wild that Mortal Kombat 11 is hanging out that high on this list. Mm. Yeah, uh, That's pretty cool so. to see. Whoever, uh, you know, ends up purchasing Warner Brothers Interactive is going to get the Mortal Kombat license and, and IP, and that's probably a really big get for whoever gets it, uh, seeing how well Mortal Kombat 11 selling. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really have much else to say about these, these numbers. No, yeah, not too much. I, I also think it's... I mean, it's been on the list pretty consistently, but I felt like Red Dead Redemption 2 was kind of falling off a little bit and was always more in the back half, uh, but that's kind of creeping up back in the top ten. guess people have a lot of time to play this game now. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's the thing. And, by God, you're going to take a lot of time to play that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's there's a lot of video game in, in Red Dead Redemption 2, for sure. Um, June 2020 uh, total was 1.2 billion, a 26% increase over last year, and um, yeah, but hardware declining, declined 17%, which makes sense at this point. Yeah. Alrighty. Another thing that just makes sense: uh, Madden NFL 21 is going to remove the Redskins team name and logo because, you know, they're changing their team name and logo because, hey, it's fucking racist. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to make that change. Yay. You, yeah. You, you did the thing. <laughs> I yeah. Guess. There we go. Um, um, no longer the Washington Redskins, for sure. Yeah. I wonder what they will change their name to. Yeah, I haven't really kept tabs on that because I generally just... I don't really give a shit about the NFL this year because whatever they try to do for this season is going to probably end disastrously. Yeah, probably. It's going to be hard to have a football season, for sure, this year. I don't, I don't, I don't understand... Like, what was the quote I heard? I think it was ESPN. Someone said that uh, football is basically a laboratory for coronavirus which is Mm -hmm. so so true it's like how do you how do you play football yeah and the thing is they're gonna even if they do try to start letting people back in stadiums at reduced capacity i'm not sure you saw the indycar races they had reduced capacity but the whole fucking idea of reduced capacity is so you can sit seat people like at a safe distance from each other and people just don't fucking do that yeah at you see that at the indycar race so how the fuck like it's it doesn't make any damn sense like people don't follow the fucking rules and they don't enforce it right they're just like hey we did the best we could by reducing capacity and yeah it's yeah i i find it very uh very hard to watch (laughs) yeah um but yeah Regardless, good on EA for making this change. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they kind of had to if the Reds, if the Washington team (laughs) is going to remove their team name in real life, it wouldn't make any damn sense for it to be in the video game. Right. 
I, um, I, I, I am, I guess the only thing, I mean, it's not even a big deal, and I'm not going to buy this game just to see, but I, I would be curious if, so Madden 21 comes out August 25th, and I'm, I'd be curious what, what do they call this team if the actual Washington Redskins haven't, cho- haven't chosen a new name? You know, when, when you get yeah. in there, it's just going to be Washington, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not going to change, so. They're going to have a lot of late recording sessions for their VO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going to be interesting, too. Mm. All right. Uh, well, Tyler, I've been playing Destiny 2, playing through this season. It looks like the next season is uh, is a little bit further off than we originally thought. Destiny 2 Beyond Light has been delayed to November 2020. November 10th. Yep. Um, so, yeah, they're just taking some extra time on it, uh, I guess, working from home or trying to work under the coronavirus conditions that we're in it's just going to take them a little bit longer which is fine I I, I will continue to play Destiny uh, I, I don't think I'm yeah I don't think I'm to the bleeding edge of the content of uh, this new season yet I, I'm still a little bit behind so mm. I, I, I need that extra time to catch up yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one's going to complain about extra time. Um, this will only make the game better in the end, too. And uh, they're adding a whole new location, Europa. Yeah. So uh, I will wait for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm curious uh, though. With this release date, there is a lot of video games releasing on top of each other in November. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be really bad. The, yeah, that's the big concern. Is uh, hey, there's a lot of shit coming out around that time. Yeah, and, and, you know, definitely with new consoles coming out most likely around that time, too. Like, uh, I just feel like some of these games are probably going to be left out regardless if they are all different genres or not, you know, because someone picking up a new console is probably only going to get one, maybe two games uh, because that's a huge investment. So, you know, maybe they'll be more of a tale to some of these releases that are coming out uh, around that time. It's just going to be crazy. Um, yeah, but but here's the thing. I mean, uh, just a reminder in their Beyond Light reveal last month, uh, Destiny 2, if you own it and the and the expansions, you'll be able to upgrade to the next generation of consoles yeah. for free. Mm-hmm. So. And a lot of those games will be you can't play them on next gen, but uh, just a lot on all at the same time. It's going to be really crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, you're... You probably are excited to play this Marvel's Avengers beta. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if I'd use the word excited, but I am very interested in it. Uh, I really want to see how this game plays and what it's like. And so, yeah, they're going to have some betas in August. Uh, August 7th, if you pre-order on PlayStation, uh, you will be able to jump in there if you pre-order it. Uh, August 14th will be Xbox and PC pre-orders, and then PlayStation open beta on August 14th, and then open beta for everyone on the 21st of August. Will you be jumping in here at all? 
to try it out. Well, here's the thing. Baldur's Gate 3 gets <laughs> released in early access in August. Yeah. Depending <laughs> on when in August that is, all other video games might just fuck themselves. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm curious. I, I'm. I'm at least gonna gonna check it out for sure, just to see what it plays like. It's just yeah. yeah it's kind of crazy that that game's so close. Honestly, yeah. September fourth's not that far away. Yeah, uh, and in addition to that, there will be a uh, another stream, yep. another another showing of this video game on July 29th uh, to get you a better look at what this beta will look like. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, stay tuned if you're interested in that, Tyler. You still think that's going to be the best-selling game of September? I do. Okay. Yeah, because um, Cyberpunk's no longer in September. Okay. And I don't know what else is. What, Mafia? That's Avengers going to sell better than Mafia. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, I, I definitely think it will be. But we will All see. Right. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> if this beta has everyone thinking this game is dog shit... I'm not going to let you change that bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's fine. I'm I'm sticking with it regardless. All right. Uh, okay, so I think earlier this year we read some reporting on the production of uh, PlayStation 5s uh, being down like 6 or 7 million. Now Sony has boosted that production up to around 10 million consoles yeah. in 2020. Um. Yeah, so... They, uh, they see an increased demand in gaming because of coronavirus and the whole pandemic not really going away anytime soon. So they feel mm -hmm. like they should ramp it up. Yeah, uh, so... Yeah, they're, they're going... It should not be hard to find a PlayStation 5 this fall. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I, uh... I, I'm of two minds. Like, I totally understand where they're coming from, and it's probably a good call to increase your production because, um, yeah, a lot of people will probably still be inside this fall um, if if they are able to get their hands on, on the console, of course. You know, that's, you know, uh, unemployment's a whole nother bag of worms with this. But also... And there, I'm not saying there is no demand because, obviously, after that event, people are really excited for PlayStation 5, including myself. But how how can they properly gauge demand if they don't have pre-orders available? Uh, yeah, that's... That's kind of a weird thing to me. I, I would I would think before you totally commit to, to this, maybe you open pre-orders, I get they would have to reveal a price. I get that they probably still don't want to go and reveal that before Microsoft does, but... I don't know. Just feel like that's a big piece of the pie that you probably need. Mm. Did you see the weird stream they did with About Jeff Keighley? The, yeah, with the controller. Dual yeah, I, I did yeah. not watch it, but I heard about it, and uh, it sounded pretty bad. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was as uh, the kids used to say, cringe. Yeah, it sounded like. I mean. Uh, 
it's probably as good as Jeff could have made it, to be honest with you, because how do you preview a controller without putting it in someone's hand? You, you just, you literally can't do it. Uh, it Why do it anyway? <laughs> yeah, the, in, in the end, you're, you're right. But it's, it's kind of like VR. Like, it's so hard to describe VR in, in all that until you have to put it on someone's face. And then they truly understand it, and, and a controller's the same way. So yeah, I just I thought that was weird. Everything I was reading about, but also the audience gets nothing from it. Yeah, 100%. seeing Jeff Keeley hold this controller, yeah. the audience. Hey, it's a controller that fits in human hands. Yes, <laughs> yes, and it has buttons, and you press those buttons to do things. It's like whatever, man. Does this mean that? Jeff Keighley's played a PlayStation 5? I don't I, know. Maybe? I don't know. Keighley's a special guy. He probably knows. Yeah, I mean... He probably has one already. Fuck it. I mean, if anything, maybe you just plug that controller into a PC and play the game with yeah, this controller. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he did uh, that. Whatever. Uh, Alright. So, Tyler... You thought you thought Skull and Bones was dead. I, I, I did, yeah. Well, looks like Ubisoft's rebooting Skull and Bones as a game of the service live game. I mean, that's what I kind of thought this game would be to begin with. <laughs> it's yeah. a live game. Uh, the thought that it wasn't designed to be a live game from the start was a surprise to me because this just made sense. The model of this game of being an open-world pirate game kind of made sense to be a live game because mm -hmm. what else would you be doing with it? Uh, but yeah, they are... Um, yeah, they're, they're redoing some stuff, but Skull and Bones is still alive and kicking. Yeah. Apparently rebooting it. And, and I love this, this line here from this IGN article. The team behind Skull and Bones, which is now reportedly being led by 13 writer-slash-director Elizabeth Pellin, have been heavily inspired by Fortnite's success with live storytelling. Great. We're going to have... Uh, oh, man. We're going to have some... We're going to have a pirate metal concert in Skull and Bones? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're going to have fucking uh, Star Wars invading Skull and Bones. Like... <laughs> Fortnite has no story, dude. They, all they have is live events and collaboration. And, and those things are fucking cool. You know, when you're doing a live game, that's that's probably something you really want to try to do. And, uh, you know, we saw Destiny try to do it recently. It's, I get that. But Fortnite doesn't really have storytelling. I, I might get shit for that, but it really doesn't. Um, yeah, I mean, well, it makes, story. makes sense. What was that? There's a story in Fortnite. Is there? You, just, you just have to read between the lines, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, you hear about the black hole, man? That's some storytelling. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I wonder, though, you know, because they're shifting away from the typical release. This article doesn't say if it's going to be free-to-play. Which I feel like would be a big boost for this game to get people in, in the door when it eventually uh, launches. And I also am curious, you know, because 
Microsoft sort of has one of these games with Sea of Thieves as well. Yeah. Where they've been adding a lot of content so. to it. That's not free to play at all, but I don't know. We'll see. For sure. I'm I, still interested because I really liked the Black Flag ship stuff. Yeah, definitely. And I, I, I've i enjoyed the, the, the sailing mechanics in recent Assassin's Creed games too. So I'm curious about it. I just... I hope it doesn't, uh, you know, devolve into some sort of free-to-play sort of... Like, free-to-play's not bad, but it can be bad with some of its design philosophies because they need you to spend money. I hope that stuff doesn't happen with it. We'll see. It's another Ubisoft game just kind of hanging around. Yeah. Yep. Also, uh, I guess, speaking of Ubisoft, I don't have the exact story in here, but a number of uh, high-up people have left Ubisoft. Yes. Recently, with all the allegations going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I feel like we briefly mentioned this when we were talking about uh, the Ubisoft forward. They put out a tweet rather than actually addressing it in their video. Right. Um, but yeah... A lot of people are being, uh, are either stepping down voluntarily or being told to step down at Ubisoft. Right. Uh, so hopefully they manage to get that sorted out. Although it's kind of, um, I don't know, it's having so many people there that have been there for a long time, the amount of damage some of this leadership has been able to do over such a length of time, uh, it's, I don't know, it It sucks. It sucks that this shit has happened, and it sucks that it had been allowed to happen for so long. Absolutely, and some of the stuff that's coming out, too, is, like, really bad. I mean, not that any of it's good in any way, but, like, really, really bad, some of the shit that's coming out. It's just, it's a little sickening that it, uh, it is able to go on, and um, I'm curious your thoughts on this i'm a little i'm trying to think of the right word kind of interested and curious because yizkumo is like you know he's top dog and a lot of these people were directly reported to him and nothing's really happening with him um i don't know i just think that's interesting as well i don't know Hey, they made him money, and he he told HR to cover for them. Yeah, that's how that's how this kind of a uh, dynamic works. Is hey, you made the company a lot of money. We'll just have HR cover your tracks a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little fucked up. It's very fucked up. To say. Yeah. Uh. All right. So continuing on here with games still in development, Babylon's Fall. Uh, yeah. Hey, guess what? They're also uh, dealing, as everyone is in the world, dealing with uh, the coronavirus situation, but they are still working on this game. Um, Everyone's working safely from home, according to them. Yeah. Still happening. I I know they said that they were going to show this game off this summer, and they still are hoping to do that, and I'm very curious about it, because the game looks very cool. I like Platinum Games. Also, where's Bayonetta 3? Uh, I mean, on, that's man. that's the real question. Uh, 
Will we ever get Bayonetta 3? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's... It's... How many years has it been? When did Bayonetta 2 come out? 2014. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And what? They, they announced Bayonetta 3, like, 2017? Game Awards? I think. Man. I mean, 2017 or 18? It's been a, been a while, so... Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll learn a lot more about what Platinum's going on. They got a lot going on. I mean, they, they, uh, you know, they're trying to go more independent as well. Publish their own stuff, and they've announced so many different projects, um, including one earlier this year. What was that called? Project GG or something like that. Um, they have a lot going on, and just hope they can get some of these games out. I feel this game, though, if it came out this year, I feel like it would be fucking slaughtered at this point in terms of sales. Um, yeah, I mean, this is not the year to release <laughs> no, Batman's Fall. This definitely has to be a 2021 game, which is totally... Unless funny. it was releasing in, say, September to outsell uh, Marvel's Adventures. Yeah, yeah, because that'll, that'll work. You know, Babylon's Fall from Platinum, definitely more well-known than Marvel's Avengers as a property. Well, when people find out that Marvel's Avengers, what it plays like, maybe they'll be less interested. (laughs) Who knows? We know what Platinum Games play like. Yeah. Um, Alright. Last thing I'll say about Platinum. Let's get Babylon's Fall out. Let's get Bayonetta 3 out. And then let's get a Nier Automata sequel, please. Thank you. Yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all we need. I mean, that fir- that uh, remake of the first oh, yeah. year is coming out this year, correct? Yeah, that's yeah, that's happening. Forgot about that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I-, I moved around the order here a bit. I just want to talk about it real quick here. Mm-hmm. No Man's Sky has added, is adding a new update. Yet another free update to No Man's Sky. Um, do you think they've won back any trust yet? <laughs> Putting out I would, all of these fucking free updates? I would hope so. I mean, it's just, it's beyond incredible at this point, and just no story like, like this one in terms of comebacks in video games. It's just awesome to see, and this update looks really cool. Yeah, uh, this is called the Desolation Update, and uh, they've added a new environment to explore. Uh, derelict Freighters. So, freighters are these giant capital ships, and you can actually own your own freighter. Uh, but these are, yeah, these are long-abandoned ships you explore that have hazards on them. It looks creepy. Uh, looks like there's some disgusting alien growth on these ships. Uh, but yeah, you, you can explore those and uh, get some rewards from exploring these these ships. Uh, I, I, liked, I liked the trailer for it. It looked very... Uh, Look very good, um, but No Man's Sky just has so much to it now. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is certainly a great, uh, great story. To see what what's happened to this game. Yeah. Uh, all right. As we continue in this year of uh, this these unprecedented times, Tyler. <laughs> the MLB will copy pretty much every other sports league that has resumed and use fake sounds from video games in their broadcasts. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Using MLB the show, I think that's really interesting that uh, this is the game that they're using. I mean, it makes sense, but... Uh, you, I mean, you said you don't like this stuff. No, I don't. I think I think sports should look and feel weird right yeah. now. Yeah. I feel like trying trying to distract people from the fact that, yo, this shit probably shouldn't be happening is, uh, I don't know, it's, I, I, I think that's, it's a very silly thing to try to cover up, that, uh, hey, there's a global pandemic happening. I get that uh, people want to be comfortable when they watch sports, but why do you need crowd noise for that? Why mm. can't you just sit back and enjoy the game and maybe enjoy new things that you hear? Right. Such as, what are these players saying? And instead of doing bad lip reads, <laughs> you could actually know what they're saying. Yeah, using, hearing all of their foul language. Why not? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just curious, I guess, with baseball, because, you know, you know, basketball, you guys got guys running up and down the court. You know, same with uh, soccer, running up and down the field, and all this stuff. So there's a little bit more like action to it a little bit more sounds oh, but, were but Tyler Tyler basketball I've, without crowd noise would be insufferable all those squeaky shoe yes, noises yes yes it would <laughs> but with baseball there there there's like no fucking noises i don't know but maybe, maybe thing it is, would just be too too much watching baseball like most of the noise isn't even coming from the crowd it's coming over the pa system yeah that's where most of the noise in baseball comes from mhm so to have fake crowd noise just seems like I don't know why would you would even do that because you hardly ever notice the crowd in baseball, right? Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'm curious what it's like. I guess wow, fucking baseball is back next week. I thought thought they're coming back 24th and 25th. Mm. So that's that's crazy. I mean, I can maybe I, I can maybe see them using. Maybe not crowd noise in terms of, you know, the crowd cheering when the home run is hit or whatever. But maybe some of those other sounds that you hear at a ballpark, maybe see them using that a lot more. Yeah. Make things not as weird. Maybe maybe crowd noise might be a little weird, but the other sounds might not be. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, that's... This whole sports thing is just bizarre. Like what they're trying to do to try to make it like like the old experience. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, and I guess last but not least, there's a GDC, GDC survey out there. Um, it's uh, talking about the impacts of uh. COVID-19 development during this COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Tyler, you put this in here. How, how much have you read into this? I... Um, a decent amount. Basically, uh, GDC put out a survey to about you know what's going on in with the industry, uh, with teams working from home now. Uh, about 70% of developers are working from home. 27% were already working from home, and the other 3% are still working in an office. So, pretty crazy stuff there. Um, 
A third of the devs say they're feeling less creative, and a vast majority of the 27% responding developers who have children are handling childcare themselves, which I, I'm sure that's difficult with any job. Um, but the, the biggest thing is that a lot of video games have been delayed, uh, it sounded like. And that this pandemic, even behind the scenes, of course, we've known a lot of games that have been developed, uh, have been delayed at some point, but a lot of them are also delayed even behind the scenes. So there's going to be a lot of ripple effects, I feel, even going through 2021 with this pandemic. Yeah, and I'm I'm seeing some stuff in here like there's some uh, some company culture stuff that's not going particularly great where people are. Um, I I see a quote in here: the company encourages unpaid crunch to work extra while you're at home. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's that's kind of gross. You should work your hours and just stick to that. Um, but it seems like, uh, there's, there's some pressure on people working from home to work extra since they are working from home. Right. And that is, you know, something that even in my world, I, I have felt a little bit, not that I'm working crazy hours, but you know, it's kind of, it's weird. Like taking a day off, and people knowing that when they know you're probably just going to be at home <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like well why can't you hop on this call or, or whatever and it's like because i'm taking a day off that's still something that the company is giving me like yeah so i i can i can i totally understand that and then there's another piece here that uh 30 percent are saying that business has remained about the same 32 percent are saying it de- decreased 31% saying that it's increased. Um, and, and that, you know, clients aren't willing to spend money and, and a lot of projects have gone away. And at least, you know, over in my world too, and in the construction world, that is 100% true. Uh, we've had a ton of projects that have uh, been pushed into 2021 that we were literally about to start. Um, have, I don't think we've had any been like outright canceled it's just more just you know they just don't want to spend the money right now because there's just so much uncertainty of where things are going um which you know these people have the money they just don't want to spend it right now and i feel like that's probably going on a lot of industries so hopefully (laughs) it's just so weird to say like when we get over this because who the fuck knows at this point because no one expected it would go on this long but hopefully that means like there might be uh, a quicker economic recovery maybe I don't know who knows yeah. man it's just I never yeah, would just... have expected it to last this long for sure yeah and seeing how shittily it's been handled I think even when there is a vaccine just Oh, even yeah. handling the distribution of that is going to be a fucking nightmare. Like it's yeah. going to, it's going to that's, be so inefficient. Yeah, that, that's I, I've wondered that too. I'm like, holy shit, that's going to be fucking crazy to get a vaccine to um, billions of people around the world, let alone even just in our country, millions of people. 
and also, you know, uh, you know that's going to be politicized too. Yeah. I mean, it and you know that. Uh, is. <laughs> I mean, you know that. Hey, even though the government has spent tax money, invested it into a private company to develop the vaccine and will allow that private company to fucking charge out the ass for the vaccine. Oh, yeah. Even that though it was paid, the research for it was paid for with tax dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fucked system. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm hoping that, hey, another country other than the U.S. develops a vaccine first and puts it on offer that... In a way that isn't fucking just trying to exploit people who are rightfully afraid of contracting this disease that has already killed over 100,000 people in the United States and almost 600,000 around the world. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. Well, <laughs> that's video games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, what, shit. A, what, a, what a sad note. <laughs> God damn on, it. But. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just going to be hard to tell where a lot of this stuff's going to go for a long time. Yeah. Like, this year might be a pretty crazy year with video games, but it would not shock me if uh, 2021 was a little bit slower. And you know what? I'm fine with that. I know, of course, the circumstances I don't want for video games to slow down or, or anything. You know, movies not to come out, whatever. Things that you like. But, you know, if video games slowed down with releases, I'm okay with that. Yeah, uh, give me more time to sit down and enjoy games rather than trying to uh, yeah. blow through them in the first week or two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get to some of the backlog. That's that's one thing about, you know, not really any new movies coming out. I've watched so many older movies that I just never had a chance to watch, and it's that's been nice. Mm-hmm. Of course, I you know, I don't want a global pandemic to cause that to happen, but yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for the show. Are we going to play some more Divinity? Oh, fuck yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, before <laughs> we do that, we should let the people know that you can email us. If you have questions, comments, concerns, do that at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. Or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Oh man, Tyler, let's 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 go do this thing. Yeah. And y'all out there, be good to each other. Play your video games and boo boo. <laughs> I okay. got off guard. It was not yeah. thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>